Hi there, and welcome to the Barton Choice podcast with me, Michael Bergstrom, and my dear colleague and friend, Jacob Sundin. What's up, Jacob? It's all good. I'm uh, I'm on a new uh, morning regime. It's not only my, you know... Again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is another level. Listen, you know, I I still go with the My Body is a Temple smoothie. With uh, the banana, yep. the blueberries, the mango, the spinach, the kale, almond milk, turmeric powder, maca powder, uh, raw cacao, all of that. Yes, still. I do know that because every time you come in uh, in the morning, you're I, somewhat speedy. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I get a natural high. But now, what I've also started doing is I've, I've got this green tea. And I always thought that, you know, green tea doesn't energize you in the right way. But I've, I've uh, changed my mind. I have the, the, the most amazing green tea. It's from uh, Stockholm Tea Center. It's the South Blend, Söder Blanding, the green one. And it's just... Mm, makes me feel alive what well, it's what, what, the the caffeine or yeah okay it hypes me up <laughs> all right there you go well, yeah exactly top, top of the morning to you right? oh yeah um today's session is presented by quantro uh, therefore, we'd like to thank Quantro for making BCA 2020 happen and for believing in the Nordic bar scene. Thank you very much. And today we're going to talk about uh, the topics for best publication and social media. So uh, we will discuss this from our own uh, personal point of views and we will try to, you know, and hopefully give you guys an understanding of what has helped and inspired us throughout the years in our own careers. Um, and also, this will hopefully be a chance for us to give you know some, some shout-outs and big-ups to people who we admire and follow. So uh, Absolutely. I'd like to start with a few questions. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, what was the first ever book that you bought on the topic of Cocktails and Spirits? That was a book called Sprit that not many many people outside Sweden might know about. But it was a Swedish. Uh, it's a Swedish book, uh, and Sprit means alcohol, uh, by Stefan Törnqvist and uh, Helene Tolstoy. Yeah, and that was a, quite an inspiring book because uh, I mean it wasn't built on a lot of recipes, etc. But uh, uh, it actually had. Uh, very anecdotal and a historic perspective that exactly. I like about spirits in general yeah. and, and the reason why things are like they are today. And when did you buy it? Oh, this must have been 1996, seven. Oh, that early. Wow. Okay. But if if, I'm, uh, if, if, if I'm it was lying. published back yeah, then. Yeah, if it was yeah. published back then. Oh, we're going to double but, check uh, you. Yeah, we're going to double check, check but, you. But it was early. It was early. <laughs> 98, maybe. All right. Uh, but anyway, it was. it's very pedagogic. Um, it's a lot of stories about spirits, categories, uh, some iconic drink recipes, of course, and, the, and stories around those. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, some stories about brands, and uh, especially Absolute, since it's a Swedish book about alcohol. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, are exactly. in Sweden. That's, it's, that's a funny thing. That's actually the first book I bought myself as oh, well. Really? I was recommended by the, uh, uh, the head bartender where I used to work back then. And he said, buy that book, read it. You're going to get some, you know, great 
basic knowledge about spirits and stuff. So, so I also bought that, but this would be some eight years later than you then. So in back in 2004, I think. Right. Yeah, it's a very inspirational book and kind of kick off the, the, the curiosity exactly <laughs> about uh, uh, the world of uh, cocktails and, and booze. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And which was the latest book that you bought on the uh, on the same topic? Uh, that would have been, uh, let's see, I think it was Eric Eric Alprin's uh, the Varnish book about the his career and, and the Varnish. Yeah. I haven't st- actually started reading it, but uh, uh, to be honest, but. Uh, the cover uh, is beautiful. It's a beautiful cover. It looks very I'm handsome. Very, yeah, and I'm very excited to, <laughs> to read that. Uh, okay, and that was released this summer, I believe, yeah, right? right? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Cool. Okay, I'm going to try and snatch it from you so I can read it first. As you've done with most of my books already. Exactly. Okay, cool. Um, and yesterday I asked you to list uh, three books, three podcasts, and three Instagram accounts that you wanted to highlight today. And now you've come back. Uh, to me with a list of 11 books so can you please uh, explain yourself uh, there's too many books and uh, and also there's a fact I'm, I'm about approximately nine ten years older than you uh, and you're a hoarder and i'm <laughs> a hoarder <laughs> i'm a, way more knowledgeable now but uh yeah i, I tend to do this but uh, uh so i know you want to make fun of me but uh i just love books and i love reading books and there's too many books to mention, mm-hmm. and I couldn't scale it down. But let, let's—I'll either mention them very shortly, or I guess you're gonna have to, or, <laughs> or you're <Okay>. gonna. <laughs> well, so since this is uh, our uh, platform, um, uh, which we just very recently created, and uh, I think by no means we're trying to say that we are mastering uh, this form just yet. Uh, I guess it's quite the the opposite. So I guess we can start by uh, uh, giving a few recommendations on podcasts that we truly admire and that we like uh, listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Sure. Just should I just uh, mention all three of them right away, or do you want me to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. them? Uh, the, the first one I have is uh, the Living Proof. It's an Australian podcast. Uh, oh yeah, you you actually you were on one of the episodes, right? Yeah, like a year I was, ago. Yeah, I was I was done for an episode uh, about a year and a half ago, I think, mm-hmm. uh, regarding Scandinavian bar scene and, yeah. and bartender choice awards mm-hmm. uh, that we do. It's this. Uh, they've got really good energy. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's, it's amazing energy. Accents. It's a it's a good vibe. <laughs> <laughs> as they said themselves, but uh, uh, vibey venues, vibey venues, <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, it's, it's great energy. Uh, it's really inspiring, and and they kind of spread all over the industry. So they, they talk with producers, uh, historians, uh, bartenders, uh, uh, brand bra- uh, ambassadors, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, truly amazing, and and. Uh, Super good interviews. Okay, and we're worth, and, and they worth also have listening like, to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And they they also have like a, a, a what do we call it? like a fact, uh, a little short Q and A. Yeah, or, short Q and A that they right. kind of implement on everyone, which okay. is kind of fun. Cool. Uh, Living proof. Living proof. Amazing name as well. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, also, life behind bars. Mm-hmm. I mean. But by, by Noah uh, Rothbaum and uh, David Wanderish. 
I mean, exactly. those two are just, uh, I mean, when it comes to history and uh, knowledge about uh, the industry, booze and cocktails, it's uh, such an inspiration listening to them. Even even when the topic maybe is not like on paper uh, the most exciting, but uh, but uh, they just pull it off. And uh, as I said, like the, the knowledge they have is uh, so inspiring. Yeah. Also, what I like about the and, and the, I mean, t- two slightly older men as well. And listening to their voices is uh, very calming and relaxing. I always listen to it when I'm uh, late at night, when I'm actually in bed, uh, going to, going to sleep Ooh, because so it kind of like winds me down. Okay, your <laughs> nighttime lullaby is the voice of Dave Wondrich. That's uh, interesting. No, yes, exactly. But I I I also I really like the. Uh, I mean. Uh, especially Dave Wondrich, his vocabulary and his way of talking uh, really gets me going. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I agree. I, also, he, he's got this way of, of uh, telling stories and talking about things that really makes me thirsty, which I think is an um, amazing uh, attribute that he has. Yeah. And uh, yeah, do you have a, a specific uh, episode that you really like? I like the uh, not too long ago they did an episode of uh, bars they miss or bars that they would uh, uh, love to to visit as soon as possible when when this uh, pandemic is over. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I listened was, to that uh, one as well. Yeah, that was a, I, I think that was a great episode okay, because cool. I mean we've been to a bunch of those bars ourselves, but the bars we haven't been to, uh, you kind of like really uh, getting triggered to to go, go there, there. Oh, whenever of we course. can. Yeah. I uh, I listened to the this summer I think I listened to the episode about the Tom Collins and I I thought that was brilliant. It just made me a drink which, you know, it's I wouldn't say that it's forgotten, but it's not my go-to drink, but when I listened to that episode it just made me super thirsty and I couldn't wait to go home and and make myself a uh, uh, you know, uh, a good, cold, crisp Tom Collins on a warm know, summer, that, that's, summer's that's, day. That's their, you know, their expertise, their, mm-hmm. their uh, capability of <laughs> doing that to you. Cool. All right. And the last? Uh, the last one I have is, uh, of course, Bartenders at Large with, uh, uh, what's up, dude? <laughs> Eric Castro, yeah. Eric Castro. A show where uh, both of you, we actually, we got a, we were interviewed yeah, so the, he, just he over here. a year ago. Him and his girlfriend were here for, uh, we invited him actually for uh, a small guest shift, right? Yep. And uh, while they were here, we uh, they counter-approach us. <laughs> and uh, we recorded a short por- podcast about Scandinavian and PCA. Yeah, and they did a few episodes with some other bartenders here in Stockholm as well. So please yep. check them out, uh, Bartender at Large. Exactly, and the, what I like about that as well, you know, uh, super cool interviews and and the high energy as well. You you get like energized by listening to it and and excited, and uh, also covering uh, uh, the whole industry with the producers and and uh, brands, bartenders of course, and and other important topics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Around and, that, oh, that like like kind of covers the whole industry. Also, if if anyone thinks we're talking too slow since English is not our first language, uh, and you want us to be a little bit more energized, like Eric Castro, for instance, because he's talking fast, you can just. Uh, uh, sp- sp- speed it up in your in your podcast <laughs> app, and you can listen to uh, two times the speed. And perhaps we're going to be up to his speed in terms of uh, of <laughs> speaking. All right. Um, 
So I've listed three Instagram accounts, which I find quite uh, inspiring these days. And I'm going to take take it away with the first one. Mm-hmm. And that's actually an account run by a gentleman named Matt Hranek, uh, whose background is in photography, fashion, and media. Okay, He's the founder of a magazine called W.M. Brown. And uh, he's also released two books quite recently, which is called A Man and His Watch, as well as a book called A Man and His Car. Yeah, right. Is that the guy that, like, on Instagram Live or Insta, is that Insta Stories? No, what do you call it? Insta, Insta Live? Uh, both, I guess. Okay, all right. <laughs> anyway, he's, he's doing a lot of cocktails, right? Oh, absolutely. He's, he's, uh, he's done with the Negroni. And, uh, um, yeah. I guess I'm going to get to that because, or <laughs> I mean, when I, when I started following um, him initially, at first I was a little bit, you know, cautious and, and reserved perhaps to the account because I was like under the, uh, the impression that he was trying to steal the Negroni from me. Uh, but I guess I quickly <laughs> realized there's plenty of Negronis for all of us out there. So, uh, you know the saying, right? I do. <laughs> due Negroni perfetto per due persone. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um but 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 uh I guess I don't really I I don't necessarily follow him because of of uh you know his uh interesting cars or watches etc because I mean cars for me I don't even have a driver's license yet. Uh but what? Uh, <laughs> and neither do you. <laughs> uh. Uh, but it's all about, as I said, Negronis, food, travel, cars, cigars, clothing, and so it's uh, a lifestyle that a lot of yeah, you, yeah, right? or his lifestyle. And and it's not that I learn so much from from this account. It's more that it's inspiring, and it's a constant reminder for me about you know the good things in life. Whether that could be cooking dinner uh, with with a bunch of good friends of mine, or just enjoying a glass of wine, or having a drink on a Tuesday night, having a cigar, enjoying a walk, you know, you get it. Um, but um, yeah, I uh, the the actually he he also have a, a separate account which is pretty cool together with his wife uh, Yolanda, and uh, that account is called uh, Maison Medoc which is focusing on the renovations project on a cute house in a little village outside of Bordeaux on the west bank of the Garonne River in Saint-Uzan, uh, which is super cool. So, uh, yeah, WM Brown Project is his uh, Instagram name. Is he mixing any drinks on that account? Uh, a lot of them. Martinis and Negronis especially. Right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a Martini and Negroni personality. I guess so, yeah. Nice. Anything else? Um, well, I have two more, and I Let's go ahead. B- both of them are actually uh, hotel Instagram accounts. For so, I guess for some reason, since uh, we haven't been able to travel that much, and usually, I mean, the last couple of years, I've been, you know, staying in hotels, airports, train stations, etc., for I guess a hundred days per year. So. Now, when we can't really travel, I guess I get my little travel kicks from uh, from hotel accounts. So, uh, both of these accounts are actually located in Hudson, New York, so in upstate New York. And the first one, it's similar to to uh, the name. It sounds like it could be a you know branch from the W M Brown, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not. But it's called W M Farmer and Sons, 
And this is a cute little hotel located, as I said, in Hudson, New York. And this uh, Instagram feed, it, it makes me want to, you know, go there, stay for a night, have have dinner, a couple of drinks in the cozy bar before sneaking up to the room. And also what's cool about this place, uh, I'm not sure if everyone knows, but this is actually the... Uh, uh, the last project that Sasha Petraski was working on, he was, uh, you know, working on the on the uh, bar program at this hotel before he sadly passed. Um, so oh, yeah, it's also right. it has that, that connection, I guess, for me at least, that I really want to go to this hotel. I've never been there uh, yet. I haven't been to Hudson, New York, uh, but I want to go there and experience that. So it, it could be a little bit like one of those, uh, uh, what do you call those walks you do to Santiago Compostela? Oh, the pilgrimage walk. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so to stay there would be like a, a pilgrimage for me. Would you walk there? Not from New York. <laughs> and most likely not from Sweden. Um, but the, uh, the other account is called uh, The Maker Hotel. Um, and it's just, Beautiful textiles, fabrics, the interior design, the, the lights in there. It looks really cozy. And uh, what I actually realized when I started thinking of basically all these three accounts, they, uh, they remind me of, uh, of a restaurant in New York. I'm not sure if you can guess which restaurant it is. Hmm. You know the restaurant called Freeman's? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It's located just in between Chinatown and Lower East Side, yep, right? Yeah, yeah. And all these three accounts, they they have a pretty like strong con- connection or I get the same vibe as from from the restaurant and bar Freeman's. Which mm-hmm. also made me realize why yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I why don't I just follow that account? So maybe I should do that, go in and, and follow <laughs> Freeman's. Um but um yeah, so those those three are, uh, I guess, what gets me going now. And also one account that I just found the other day. So I'm not sure what we can call it. Uh, one to watch or one account that just didn't make the list, but I briefly want to mention. It's called Cocktail Doodle. And uh, they have quirky and kind of cool illustrations. Oh, yeah, that's one you should With, with yeah. a like short novel-like text that goes uh, with all the illustrations Mm -hmm. so it's just you know that's the account without illustrates drinks on a on a note block exactly or like a receipt it looks like Like a a yeah yeah. uh, 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 the one that you get your like pre pre pre-printed receipts and handwritten receipts yeah Yeah. that's true so uh, yeah what about you uh, re- regarding Instagram, uh, I mean, Barton at Large, uh, also there, uh, a great inspiration, I think. Uh, but f- for just purely cocktails and beautiful cocktails, pictures and, and uh, with, with great recipes, uh, I love the Bar Max LA. Okay. Just beautiful pictures and, and, uh, and uh, looks like it's t- very tasty drinks. So it's just an inspiration with, with looks and feel about drinks and, and uh, recipes as well. Cool. I mean Robert Robert Simonson just because I love whatever he <laughs> touches or and writes about and and the fact that he lives in New York a city that I love as well. Uh Dutch Kills account just because I I love Dutch Kills. Uh 
And then actually, when it comes to booze, um, there's a, a bottle store in, in LA, in Silver Lake, called Barkeeper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love to follow them because uh, it just gives gives you an update on, on cool spirits and booze mm-hmm. and, and uh, everything else in, in our industry. That's cool. It's like, that. I really like when... Uh that that's a good example on on uh, like well curated accounts like that could really like help you to to be in the loop of what's going on. Yeah, one of those boutique bottle stores that are updated with the the latest, the coolest spirits, mm-hmm. uh, etc. Just uh, great inspiration. Today's episode is done in collaboration with Cointreau. Cointreau is actually the original brand that coined the term triple sec. Michael, do you know why? I, I actually, I, uh, please remind me. But I was at a seminar a few years back with David Bondage uh, on the topic at Tales of the Cocktail. But uh, so I should know. But uh, please go ahead and remind me, because they actually started incorporating three times the amount of essential oils from oranges compared to the orange curacao of the time. It was also considerably less sweet, hence the word sec. In fact, Cointreau was originally called Triple Sec, but due to many copycats using the name Triple Sec, Edouard Cointreau decided to change its name. Today, Cointreau is produced with four ingredients. Orange peels, neutral spirit, water and sugar. Nothing more, nothing less, like it's always been made. Thank you, Cointreau, for making Bartender Choice Awards happen and for, con- for the continuous support of the Nordic bar scene. Nice. Okay. Amazing. Um, so that was a short on uh, Instagram and uh, podcasts. So I guess we can slide into... Uh, Printed uh, material such as uh, books. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Sit so the, back and relax yeah. and enjoy For the ride. Forty-five minutes. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. But uh, uh, do you want to start? Or um, yeah, actually, since you you just mentioned uh, Robert Simonson, I um, I really like his book called A Proper Drink. I think the uh, the I sort agree. of that, that's one of the books you snatched from me. <laughs> The uh, it's like not the title of the book, but the do you say the subtitle, whatever. Which which says if you Google it, a proper drink, it's gonna also say the untold story of how a band of bartenders saved the civilized drinking world, and I think that summarizes. Strong. Yeah, it's strong and it summarizes the the entire feel uh, of that book, and yeah, it's absolutely. it's just from page one to the last, it's. It's uh, very inspiring and, and high quality, good reading, uh, for sure. So I'm, I'm very happy that he uh, uh, published that book or wrote that book and released it. So thank you for that, Robert. Yeah, it is an amazing book, and every bartender should read that. It's just a great inspiration to understand. I mean, New York and, and the U.S. And he mentions a lot of other places as well, but he's based in New York, so naturally he does. But talk about New York, but. It's just to understand why things are like it is today. You know why? Why? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, I mean, we're inspired by New York, as I said, but understand why we are inspired by New York and who's behind the inspiration. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And who's behind the, the 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 person that maybe inspires us as well? Because that person was inspired by someone else, and he kind of like drags out the whole history of, of the modern modern drinking. Amazing. Cool. Yeah. What do you have? 
Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare. No, but uh, I mean, a, a couple of oldies that uh, I bought when I was a young bartender. Uh, we mentioned Sprit by Stefan Tonkvist and Helen Tolstoy already. Um, I also have the, the Martini uh, by Barnaby Conrad III, which is an amazing book about the Martini, uh, according to me. It's just a high-life portrait of the, of the world's most iconic cocktail. Uh, and it goes with, uh, he uh, asked, or, or he t- tells a story about the martini through uh, movies and cartoon, old advertising, uh, old restaurants stories and, and bar stories, and, and also contemporary arts. Uh, it's just a, a, a beautiful book that I can recommend. I'm not sure if it's uh, around anymore, if it's reprinted, but uh, I, b- I bought it in New York, uh, or maybe it was London, actually. Uh, in the late 90s. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it, but I, it, that reminds me also of uh, the latest book that I bought, which was actually also one of Robert Simonson's book, The uh, the Martini Cocktail, uh, oh, which yeah, yeah. I guess it's uh, touching the, uh, the same topic very much as the book you just mentioned. Yeah, you need a couple of good martini books, too, don't you? <laughs> that's true, yeah. Uh, what what else? Uh, another uh, a little bit more contemporary classic book, not old old, but uh, one of those books that kind of focus on classic drinks, but uh, but from the I think it's from the early two thousands uh, was the the classic cocktails by Salvatore Calabrese. Okay, yeah, was I that, have that book as well. Yeah, beautiful little book, and it uh, it was highly inspire, uh, inspired inspiring at the time. Uh, and uh, also tells like a historical approach uh, on the evolution of cocktails, uh, and uh, it uh, kind of a pocket style, a small book, but uh, filled with vintage ads and, and short stories about every drink, which is fun. It was it was great at the time. Cool. There's also a pretty fun story about you and Salvatore. <laughs> uh, that stays for <laughs> that's another podcast <laughs> okay <laughs> fair enough um what else oh yeah uh, another let's say with classic cocktails uh, uh, another book that i picked up the the i think we picked it up or i picked it up at the one of the early years that we went to tales of the cocktail 2009 10 maybe mm-hmm. uh the vintage cocktails and spirits by ted hay A.K.A. the Doctor Cocktail. Yeah, uh, that was also also a very historical approach uh, on, on cocktails, uh, uh, and uh, all, all it's a bit like lesser known classic drinks uh, that he thought were missed uh, when talking about classic drinks, uh, uh, and uh, it was just a, a delightful little book with the. A lot of uh, vin- pictures of vintage spirits and, and uh, old recipes that uh, didn't uh, get the same attention okay. as the, the, the classic classic For- drinks, forgotten classics, yeah. like the the Doctor Cocktail, you know, the, the Swedish daiquiri. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, with Swedish punch, exactly. Uh, for instance, okay. Uh, and another uh, kind of old is yeah, it wasn't very. I mean, at the time, I mean, you have to to uh, realize that those books were very inspirational at the time. But the Aperitif Companion. By Andrew Jones. Yep, that's a good one. Kind of got my my eyes open uh, for uh, vermouths, vermouths, and stuff, right? And, and yeah. fortified spirits and mm. aperitif, aperitif culture. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, yeah. I still have that book, and I still 
uh, go through that book from time to time. Exactly. Cool. Did you got one? Well, yeah. Since you you had eleven books, I decided to to, to I'll, I'll pause to, and I'll give you some air <laughs> to scratch one. Uh, but another book that I briefly want to touch upon is actually one that I don't think it's that well known. And <clears throat> I mean, you know my history with uh, the Ritz Hotel in London and the Ritz in Paris, right? That's also a different podcast. <laughs> So when I I walked up to uh, to uh, the Ritz in London, the doorman he, in a very polite uh, manner, he refused my entry to the hotel. He told you to carry on, <laughs> sort of. I mean, I was dressed up according to my standards. You know, nice looking leather shoes. Uh, I had uh, corduroy pants with embroidered birds and stuff on them. I had a a, a tweed jacket. I had a a bow tie, you know, I was I was looking quite all right, but he just looked at me. It's like, yeah, right now we're full, but I can get you a, a table within an hour, and we can also lend you a proper necktie. <laughs> so then I realized no, it was a tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I realized like, okay, I'll be back later, but I haven't been back since. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. And then uh, I also have a history with uh, uh, the Ritz in Paris or the Hemingway Bar, which. Uh, yeah, this perhaps is not the right forum for it since it's complicated. I love the bar, but I hate the drinks, if you know what I mean. It's a love-hate relationship, okay? But it's all good now, so it's it's all fun. You made up. Uh, exactly. Um, so anyway, uh, the book I'm thinking about is called The Cocktails of the Ritz. Uh, the Cocktails of the Ritz Paris. And I'm not sure what it is, but it it has something... And the drinks recipes in the in the book isn't what gets me going because to be completely honest, just as my uh, experience at the the Hemingway Bar when I've been there, uh, I don't go there for the drinks. <clears throat> if I if I put it that way, I I love the bar uh, and I love this book as well. But it's it's not the drink recipes because it looks like some of the recipes aren't exactly perfected. But what I do love about the book is all the cool illustrations made by uh, Yoko Uera. And I googled this illustrator, Yoko Uera, but I couldn't really find that much info. Okay. Um, but um, I guess that's, that's what gets me going about it. I want to dress up in a, a you know nice-looking look, uh, suit. I want to drink martinis. I want to I smoke cigarettes. <laughs> okay, what type of cigarettes? I don't know. I don't even smoke cigarettes. Are you, you but more that's a, of a silk cut person or a Benson Hedges or no, 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 no. Something, something uh, uh, light. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't even smoke cigarettes. But <laughs> I, I, I want to dress up. I want to look sharp. I want to have a martini in hand. I want to have a cigarette, and I want to sit down. Surely they do a, a good martini, though. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And uh, I just want to sit there and and. Uh, you know, Chesterfield lounge chair, whatever, and uh, that—that's the vibe the book gives me. Uh, th- then that—I uh, would say that's a big success for a book, though. If the book makes you feel like you want to go to that bar, even mm-hmm. though you're not particularly fond of the drinks, but surely, as I said, a classic it, drink that uh, they yeah. surely okay, wouldn't I mean, fuck up. But uh, but no, I, I've seen the book myself. It's it's beautiful illustrations, and it uh, kind of reminds me of the old. Uh, uh, you know, New York Times uh, cartoons. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but, could uh, be. Could be. It is a beautiful format as well. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Should I go on? <laughs> a book that helped me really, it really helped me with the, uh, not my career, but you know, when it comes to creating drinks and thinking about flavors, is the uh, the flavor th- th- thesaurus. <laughs> thesaurus. That's a that's a weird word. Yeah, I'm not even going to go into it, but with uh, or by Nikki Sengit. Uh, just simply the Bible of flavor combinations and and the way uh, you should you not should but you know gets you to think about flavors and combinations uh, and just a great resource uh, for me or for a lot of people that I know uh, for creating drinks and I, uh, for for a fact I know uh, that's the the book that uh, Ludde used uh, when he created the. Uh, Beats by Shorget. Beats by Shorget at Shorget here in Stockholm. Cool. Which All is right. One of those signature drinks has been nominated every every year. Yeah, pretty much. I guess so. Yeah, an amazing drink. But uh, no, but that that book has been just um, an, an amazing uh, hand to have when uh, creating new recipes. Okay. Um, so should we should we try and give it a name again? Uh, you can. You go ahead. <laughs> the. F- <laughs> Need to read it out loud. Uh, the flavor thesaurus. Thesaurus. The yeah. flavor thesaurus by Nikki Segnit. Segnit. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I mean, <clears throat> we can do an episode about uh, uh, books without mentioning uh, Imbibe by David Wondrish, which we also touched upon in the uh, best bartenders episode. Yes, we did. Just an amazing uh, story about the the life of. Uh, uh, Jerry Thomas, uh, mm-hmm. and also uh, his and other drink. Uh, his uh, sorry, his other book called Punch is yeah, also yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Drinks by Tony Congliaro uh, was a very pioneering book when it came out, and, and a, a great inspiration as well when it came to techniques and modern style bartending. Uh, the Meehan's Bartender Manual. We talked about that before as well. But that kind of covers. I mean, that's the new for me. That's the new Harry Johnson kind of <laughs> manual. Uh, it co- covers the whole spectrum of uh, of uh, uh, running a bar or the partner's manual. Like you know, uh, not only drinks and, and great recipes, but you know, uh, you know, relationships with uh, or it talks about stuff that we talked about before. Uh, I mean, not relationships. What do you call that? Attributes of the bartender. Uh, and uh, brands and and stories about yeah he invites and interviews uh, uh, profiles in our industry as well for mm-hmm. different topics yeah and uh, he uh, talks about bar design and ergonomics etc it's just a yeah, simply a, a great book amazing yeah big shout outs liquid intelligence by Dave Arnold uh, I mean. What else is there to say about that book than it is technically uh, an amazing book? Uh, kind of opens your eyes for new techniques and kind of explains what works and what doesn't work. With would, uh, would you say that goes a little bit handy ha- hand in hand with the uh, the flavor thesaurus, perhaps? No, this is yeah a little bit, but this is more you know about techniques, uh, everything from fermentation to to. Uh, uh, carbonation, etc. Okay. And the other uh, one is more about the, the actual flavor combinations. Yeah, the actual okay. flavor combinations, mm-hmm. exactly. All right. 
And I think Liquid Liquid Intelligence actually won a Tales Award a few years yeah. back as well. Probably, yeah. Very sad that uh, his the, the bar that he was involved in in uh, in New York, uh, existing conditions, uh, recently shut down. Oh yeah, yeah, that's sad. The last one I have here. I mean, there's so many books. Well, there's so many, so many more books to mention, of course. <coughs> uh, as you said, I'm a hoarder, and I have tons of uh, books uh, uh, regarding cocktails and, and booze in our industry. But uh, the last one I want to give a shout out to is uh, the cocktail codex by alex day and and devon tarby and uh, oh yeah and uh, wow their partner what a beautiful book uh, yeah just an amazing cocktail book as well uh the way they explain the anatomy behind drinks and uh, how they branch out from from uh, different cocktail families or specific cocktails into new drinks is great Oh yeah, I totally agree. Wow. Any, any, okay. any more books? Um, I mean, there of course there's more, but um, one book. This is a couple of years ago. Spritz. Uh, yeah, I agree. Really, that. also one of those books that makes me thirsty. Yeah, a um, beautiful new book on. A fairly new book. Yeah, on, on aperitivo uh, culture. Aperitivo culture, and, exactly. And such. I mean, William Grimes. Uh, 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 book about modern cocktail culture that came out in 2002 or three mm. on the rocks or straight up. Oh, that one, or yeah, straight up, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Rocks. okay. Mm. That I bought that very early as well, like on my third trip to New York, 2003 or something like that. Uh, that was a true inspiration as well. Uh, what else? <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually now when we on the topic of books, uh, so Matt Horanek with the WM Brown Instagram account that I talked about, he he's actually about to release a book about the Negroni next year. So gonna keep my eyes open for that and see if it if it's gonna be uh, as good as. Uh, Luca Picchi's book uh, about the Negroni or Gas Riggins. So uh, yeah, oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Cool. And, and just finally, actually, I just want to mention as well, because uh, there's not many books, uh, modern books about the topic, but uh, uh, like a year, year, or two years ago, maybe, it was a book released by, I can't remember the names, but two Danish guys, and they, they wrote a book about uh, Aquavit. Okay. And I'm pretty sure we're going to see more of, uh, of that coming soon. Oh, yeah, most likely. Cool. Well, I guess uh, that's it for today. Uh, Thank you so much, guys, for all the uh, positive feedback so far. Uh, That's very kind of you. If you have uh, questions, please let us know. And if uh, we get some of our years or facts wrong, please also let us know. Yes. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure about the, the, the release date of some of those books, but they were early. Anyway, uh, guys, uh, hang in there. Uh, stay strong. Uh, remember, knowledge is power. Keep reading, keep listening, and keep watching. Amazing. Talk to you soon, guys. Ciao. School.